Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. I am a little depressed that we get the week off and we're going to miss Brian Callen, which I, that upsets me greatly. It's unbelievable. Uh, and Brian is on the. I mean, Brian was evidently upset by this because he's like, uh, he has to talk to us beforehand. So Brian's on the line. Brian, are you there? John, John, I'm here. Mr. John, I'm, I'm here in beautiful Wisconsin right now. You're up in Wisconsin. Ooh. What a great time to visit Wisconsin. That's right, John. <laughs> What's going on yeah, in Wisconsin? I want to, to see what Wisconsin was like in the winter. I'm here on a vacation. You know what I mean? <laughs> Smart. I'm walking, I'm walking around Appleton, Wisconsin. A lot of uh, There's a butterfly park, apparently. And uh, they're all sleeping now because it's the winter. And then there's a, uh, well, it's Appleton. Yeah. And I guess that means it's an apple town. Yes. So I got that going for me. So if I want apples and uh, there's a truck driving school, there's nothing nothing to do there. You have absolutely nothing to do. I I got I got. Well, at least Milwaukee's 130 miles east. Yes. So I got that going. So you get a wild hair. You you can drop 130 miles on the rental car and go to Milwaukee and have some fun. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Visit the oh, Shots yeah. Brewery. Oh, yeah. Maybe walk up and down the Laverne and Shirley Trail. I've been to that Appletown. You're not going to get some sleep tonight, no, that's man. That's a good spot. Uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian is here. He's at uh, Stand Up Live next week. We've, uh, we've already told you about that. We're giving tickets away a little later, too. But uh, Brian also, I, and this is, a, this is a problem I have when, uh, now that I, that I talk to you, is that uh, you've got this conspiracy podcast, and you're a voice of reason and logic. <laughs> and you and Tripoli well, go back and forth. Realize. Well, now, hold on. Yes, I'm de- I debunk. Yes. I debunk. I try to debunk uh, conspiracies with Sam. But whenever you're talking to conspiracy theorists, it's – and we've had – I mean, I've had – gosh, this is on Rockfin, by the way, if you're looking for it. But, we, but the, the, there's, a, lot, there's a, a free feed where we have, you know, archived episodes. And just – if you want to listen to Insanity, I have, <laughs> like, some of the more famous conspiracy theorists on. And if you ask them some of the more detailed questions, <laughs> they tend to kind of throw their hands up and go, I'm just asking questions, bro. <laughs> that's, that's their default. Well, but, well, yeah, but yeah, but wait a minute. You're, you're talking about how the Vatican and Buckingham Palace runs everything. 
Ooh. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just thinking yeah, it out loud, bro. I'm thinking out the, loud. Then what's the one, you know, you've heard yeah. a ton of them. Is there one that you're like, no way, I don't believe into it, but you've now swung the other way? The only, the only one I think that I sort of, I mean, obviously we all agree that the earth is flat. We know we've been lied to about the earth being round. So we, sure. we know that, but um, no, but um, the, the JFK conspiracy if you listen to Oliver Stone kind of talk about it, and, and there's JFK Revisited, which is this multi-series, you know, thing on Showtime. I, you know, he makes an interesting point. I don't know that there, there, there's you can kind of believe back then when the stakes were very high when it came to sort of the Soviet yes. bloc and the Cold War, and, and maybe there was. I don't know though. I I just I still. And and the idea that Lee Harvey Oswald was actually a CIA asset, yeah, and 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 denied everything. I, you know, there's a lot of stuff there, I suppose. But maybe you can do that with almost anything. So probably my my because the JFK thing has always been interesting to me because I think it's human nature to think that one man can't alter the course of history by himself. So we as a society won't accept that it was just one guy. Yes, and that's a good example, because when you get to the path of least resistance, if, if you were to say it was just one fanatic or if you were to just – when you when – you, the least sexy yeah. idea sometimes is like, you know, um, one, one deranged dude, uh, gross incompetence. Yes. Uh, you know, the CIA made a huge blunder. Those are not fun, man. That's, no. You can't do a movie – where the the spy master, it was like ah, oh, I I forgot, you know, whatever. <laughs> or I, I didn't know they were like that, you know. That's right. not really a movie. No, and I've always said you know, that. You've got to have it preys on the fear that we yeah. could we could all have everything changed by a moron, and nobody wants to accept that. We want an extraordinary right. uh, James Bond type operation to take out the most powerful man in the world, and when it turns out it's a dude in a t shirt who uh, didn't know what to do after he did it. I have a great movie idea, though, that a friend of mine and I are working on, and you should do this, uh, where a dude accidentally discovers that he can travel back in time once and he can stop some sort of event from happening, and he goes back and he's going to shoot Lee Harvey Oswald, but he misses and actually kills the president. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) I like that. I like that. Well, there are some things. Like, if you you look at, like... um, if you look at these sort of what the spark that started World War One, yeah, it was when Ferdinand, uh, uh, the the uh, Archduke, oh yeah. God, it was when Ferdinand and and Sophie, the the uh, sort of the, you know the, the emperor of or the prince of of the of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, right? Yeah. When when the Serbian, his name is Precep, I can't Erdogan or whatever his name was. Yeah, he came out of a sandwich shop. They went to assassinate him. They missed. They threw a grenade. He was on his way to the hospital to go like visit the people that had been wounded in this parade by these sort of terrorists, and they caught a couple of them. One guy jumped in the one guy jumped in the river and all that. But but they, I guess the the car that was driving them stalled in front of a sandwich a sandwich shop, and as they were backing out, the guy who came out with a sandwich and saw him there and just was like, "Wait, that's the guy we were going to kill," and yeah. just ended up shooting both there of was, them. It was a full abortion. And that's kind of like complete accident yeah well, they, well, they he aborted bailed. mission well yep. you, you, yeah. you read about that and you realize that they recognize that they were all about to get 
you know, it, it, there's it the car in the intersection. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And the car it's right stopped. There. Yeah, it's an amazing transformation of of what. And then the dominoes that fell after. This is why I like what you're doing in the conspiracy thing. And then this morning, uh, a Chinese rocket, maybe Brian, maybe uh, something else, smashed maybe. into the moon. We don't know. The Chinese won't take credit for it. So the, it smashes into yeah, the moon, and then like right. the, the authorities say the great phrase of "We think this is the first time that we've smashed something into the moon accidentally." Accidentally landed. <laughs> They're not something sure. on the moon. <laughs> they don't even know. So then it. Well, so now conspiracy theorists older, come back with a moon thing. The, yeah, as you get older, that's something that that Stephen Jobs said. He goes, "When I realized that there were no everybody around me wasn't any smarter than I was, and when I realized that everybody who had built the things around me wasn't any smarter than I was, the world changed." Now, Stephen Jobs is a very smart guy, but yeah. but at the end of the day, like I I've been around enough people who uh, you know were either very successful in business and powerful, or some people that might have worked you know in the CIA. You know, we've all been around these people that have, you know, I don't know, you, you, you know, yes. these top tier, some of these guys who are top tier soldiers or my, my one buddy is a deep state guy and I've known him for, and what's funny when you talk to them and I even had family members who would, I write, they're not, they, they'll laugh at you. If you start talking about master plans, they're like, dude, do you know <laughs> right. how bureaucratic, chaotic and, and, and difficult it is to pull off anything and how Many people grossly miscalculate yes. when you're dealing. Look at your, look at Iraq. I mean, look at Iraq. How'd that go? Yeah, for 22 years. Well, Iraq you can't even get roads done. Like that's the thing. Like with the people, the people that we blame to Correct. screw up everything, we think can get in cahoots all of a sudden and rig everything to precision, and and our lives are we're we're, well, we're puppets. And and the other idea is that when you think that the most powerful people in the world get together in a sort of a secret room and plan things, well, here's a story. My buddy, who's made whatever you think is a lot of money, he's made more. He's a huge, you know, banker and stuff. He and this other, uh, I think it was a journalist or a woman or a venture capitalist, they were trying to get together five billionaires for this project, five, just right. five billionaires, powerful people, because they had this idea. You know what the problem was? None of those guys would sit in the same room with each other. <laughs> one guy was other. dating the girl he dated. The other guy screwed him over. They were both trying to kill each other. You know, it, it's like, it's like elementary school again. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's the reason they're successful sometimes is because they can't stand their competition. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they're singularly it, driven too. They're, they're all, they're all in it for themselves. They're not there to make other people money. Yeah. It's all in for them. Yeah. I love that stuff. And that's why that's, this that's stupid right. podcast you're doing is, uh, is driving me nuts. <laughs> and I think it's something. So I, I have – because I have my own theories about things. I think things happened and then I think they started lying about them. Like I think the moonshot's real. Oh, that's interesting. But I don't think yeah. we went as many times as we said. Right. There I was think, a lot of money I, I that way to NASA. Yeah. I think we faked a few of them but not the first couple. Because we were trying to break Russia. Yeah. We were trying to financially destroy the other superpower. And the more we went, the more it looked like, Jesus, they got this figured out and we can't even get up there once. And, 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 it, and the proof of that to me is that nobody's gone since. And we won't sell technology to other right. countries that want to go. That's interesting. Yeah. And how many I dogs like and monkeys yeah. are in space right, right now? Well, they're just floating around smashing into yeah. the moon. Because India asked us, hey, we want to go to the moon. We want to send our, our space program. We're like, absolutely not. Why? Why not? We didn't discover wow. anything, and, and so it's like, why not? Because we really don't have that much technology. We might have gotten lucky a couple of times. We realized this is a bad idea, and so we just broke. Yeah, a maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I have my maybe. own thoughts. I'm but a little. I, I just, 
his, but the other thing is that it's really hard to keep a secret in government. It's yes. really hard. There are too many competing interests. I mean, Lyndon Johnson will listen to those tapes, listen to him begging different um, publications, news publications, not to print stories and to wait a couple of days because it's a top secret mission during yes. Vietnam, Cambodia, and so. I mean, he was furious. He said, I'm going to put a one-eyed farmer in as my secretary of defense. I'm going to put a one-eyed farmer. That's what he said, because I can't keep a secret, and nobody is on my team. Yeah. I mean, you know, so. And think about that, because those tapes you're talking <laughs> about when LBG was talking, what did the general public get out of that? That he's got a huge dick and he had specially made pants. Remember Loves that part? stretch notes. <laughs> remember, remember when he had to have a pocket put in his uh, pants because his have dick Have you ever heard that one, Brian? Massive. No, I've not heard that yeah, one. He call, oh, in those he in those very it. same tapes, he calls a tailor to say the guy uh, from Hager. Yeah, from Hager, and he goes, "I, I gotta, I gotta have a little pouch down there because uh, a little too tight in the crotch last time." I uh, you can let that out. Yeah, if you can let that out, uh, and he basically is saying, "My dick's too big for the pants you provide." <laughs> and I want I want one pair in every yeah, color. It's it was insane, and that's what. And there's where the, there's where you that lose is me. Great. Yeah, so go back and listen to those that, tapes again, yeah. and that's what the general public walked away. Do you know what LBJ's dick is massive? Did you hear what he was saying? The guy couldn't arrange He's a just war. He's wrecking Lady Bird yeah, on the yeah. rig. Oh, well, Lady Bird is a lesbian. We all know that. <laughs> all that matters. All yeah. that matters. That's and I heard you earlier Earlier in this conversation. I got a piece. And we're going to war with the commies. <laughs> right. But by the way, dick. Love yeah. your trousers. But the uh, yeah. the funny thing is, is, as you were talking, I heard a conspiracy while you were talking because you said you have – a uh, friend who you said whatever you think a lot of money is he has more and then you said banker all I heard was Jews they're in, they're in control of the money. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, yeah. I, by the way, that's all I find myself defending. I'm always like at the end of the day, it always comes around back around to the Zionists. Yes, I'm that's like, it. This is just. I mean, are you going to start goose stepping? You know, and, and by the way, my host, Sam Tripoli, who's a great guy, yeah. and I promise you, not an anti-Semite. I swear to God, he's the nicest human being on the planet, and wishes everyone everywhere all the best, which is why I love him so much. Yeah. But, but yeah, a lot of these conspiracy theories, if you really get into it, it's like the 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 globalists. Jews, Jews. You know? <laughs> and that's when you know. Jesuits. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it is always like you can yeah. hear it in their brain trying to boil up so they can bring it up. They 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 throw out the well. I mean, the whole conspiracy started with Jews. Like it just has to fall out of them like a fog money, man. Yeah, it's the the, the Bilderberg group yeah, gets but, involved. But I and, always try to. I, that's why I think they're dangerous. That's why conspiracy theories theories because I try to always bring that up. I'm always like a lot of them are young. And they don't have the benefit of the history, and they're not even under. They, they don't see that a lot of times. They're they're just trying to get to the truth. And I'm always like, listen, a lot of this stuff is the you know the the protocols of Zion, and all this stuff has its roots in you know old school, you know Nazi, yeah, you know propaganda, man. Yep. All that it, comes it, back, it, and even before no that, even before that, just religious pressure to hate the cost. Jews has been, it's been permeated <laughs> through history all the time. So yeah, that's when, when you boil it down, that's the truth. And why do we want to know the truth so bad? Are we better <laughs> off not knowing all this stuff? Like, you don't want to know every, like, I don't, I always think of that when they say like, oh, your grandpa's in heaven watching down on you. I'm like, that's the scariest thing in the world to think that something can see me because a good majority of the time I got my thumb in my ass and I'm tugging it on the couch. I don't need grandpa to see everything. Well, that, that, that's, yeah. By the way, I mean, that's the thing about a magic trick. Yeah, I don't know if you want to know what goes on behind the scenes. Because right. the magic trick's no longer a magic trick. You yes. Know? 
like a little mystery, man, a little mystery. Have you, you guys? Know, that's, t- why, that's why I always wear baggy clothes, John. Yeah. You know, because, you know what I mean? I'm not going to, but then when it's showtime, when it's showtime, LBJ. you know what I mean? LBJ's uh, crying. I, show, I go, yep. I go, uh oh. Say hi to, say hi to LBJ. That's what I do. That's what I call him. Let me call him. Let me take him out of my pants pouch. Because I have them yeah, sewn in. Out. You call it you call it a pouch, John. Yeah, you call it a pouch. I call it a holster. Now you leave the room and <laughs> take what I holster. take what I put in your mouth and go give the toilet life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oops. 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 Sorry about that. I know you said not to, but oops. You should go give the Sorry, this little... This little thing who looks like he's got lungs. <laughs> he's breathing. I know you're asking he's yourself, where's the gills on it this constricts. Piece? How does it breathe in there? But it does. And it sucks your life force. <laughs> oh, from he it. does. Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, did you guys uh, tap into the – I'm just going – I'm, I'm going to circle back. I don't know how that happened. Did, did you guys talk about the Epstein sorry, sorry. thing? Because that's really where I don't think we want to know what's real. Is the the Jeffrey Epstein story? Oh well, well that's even Rogan, who who's pretty sensible about these things. Rogan was like, Brian, Brian, don't go there. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> yeah. the cameras didn't work. So I don't know. I then, then I've had people. I had a prison guard who said he killed himself. Just hey, hey, nobody's watching. Nobody's watching those cameras. You know. So I, you know, I don't know. I just I look I, at I, I look at that whole I, thing as just a, a you sweater. Mean the bigger case, John. No, I'm the, talking about all. Of it. Yeah, you don't want that information coming out of yeah. who's on the list, what happened. Tugging and- that yarn wrecks a sweater. That again, it's like the Archduke Ferdinand. It's like the dominoes that fall if we do know the truth as a general public will cause a panic. But but let's take Epstein. Um, I had a friend who had a meeting with Epstein. And he said, and he looked at his wife. He's telling me the story. He said, he looked at his wife. And he said, what did I say when I, after I left the meeting? And she said, you said the man's a construct. I said, oh. what's that mean? He said, he, he, he was <clears throat> something about his questions and what he was asking me. And my friend's a mathematician and a scientist. And he Jew. said, was, weren't his, <laughs> they weren't his questions. <laughs> they, they weren't his questions. And I, I said, what do you mean? He goes, I think he worked for a, an intelligence agency. No so, kidding. You know, all right. So was he trying to get powerful men on an island in compromising positions so they could take pictures? Maybe. If that's the case, though, what has anything come out in the Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell case? I haven't heard anything, so I, I don't know. Well, see, I think nothing's come out because it's uh, it would be detrimental to society to say, okay, we have to protect some of the bad news. We used to be good at it, and now with the internet and everything else, it all leaks. But I think there's certain aspects. That's like, interesting on the intelligence side too, sure. because he complete was you know more or less exonerated on that investigation they're like we just put that file away well that but, that leads me to believe yeah, that there so is that's more why i think maybe yeah maybe he worked with them like a lot of people think he worked with the Mossad, and the Mossad and the cia had a reason to sort of like they were working together so the whole file i don't know man. hey brian brian i don't know hey, brian yeah. who's yeah. The, who's the yeah. Mossad? 
Yeah. I, 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 uh, uh, oh, I'm getting a bad connection. (laughs) Cause I know who they are. You keep going back to it, oh, man. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go, Jews. <laughs> I'm a lighthouse for Judaism. But then after you say that, after you say that, after you say Jews, you have to go, but I treat everybody like an individual, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't judge. <laughs> I love everyone. That's oh, awesome. Okay. Uh, Brian Callen is here. He's uh, yeah. next week. We're going to miss you, which stinks, but Brian Callen's going to be here at uh, Stand Up Live next weekend. Uh, and we're going to get you tickets to that. What else is going on in your world? What are you doing? Are you busy? Are you not in the? Are, are you in this new Batman thing? Are you doing? Because you were in the Joker, and I don't know if any of the same mm-hmm. people are involved. No, no, I will not be in the new Batman thing. I, uh, I am. Um, what am I doing? I'm basically doing. I'm touring a lot. I'm going to shoot my next special. Beautiful. Uh, pretty soon here. Um, still doing Fighter and the Kid. That's going strong. Yes. And. Uh, uh, I don't know, raising my children. I'm raising my children. I'm raising my right. baby. How's it going? Uh, you know, you know how life is long. They got a lot. They got, up to, up to now, if it all came down to a grade, uh, what are you as a father? Where are we at? Yeah. B? Uh, as a father, I mean, uh, listen, listen, as long as they don't get in my stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> John, you know what I mean, Brady? I I got my tools. Don't get my stuff. Don't mess with my, you know. I don't know. I do the best I can. It's it's one continuous mistake. (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm not, uh, look, my kids, I hold them to a realistic standard, all right? I'm not one of those guys who's like, my child's a genius. My son collects rocks, okay? I went went on a hike with him, and he was like, I found a rock. And I was like, well, that's not an accomplishment. Now let's go. (laughs) Let's go. And then we had to cut the we had to cut the hike short because he had twenty five pounds of rocks in his pocket, and I was like, and he had that. And then he's looking at me like he like I never have to work again. He was like, "You're welcome," you know, like they were worth something. Well, and I yeah. was like, "They're all beige. What do you what do you see that I don't see anyway?" So, Sandstone. So he's he got, he got bit in the face. He's been bitten in the face three times by very friendly dogs. Let's let's put that in. Because he because he makes jerky movements and unpredictable high pitched noises for no reason. Yeah. And you think one time it unpredictable work in their face. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and he's like, I'm, I got bit, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know why. I'm like, because you act wounded. You act wounded. <laughs> that's why. And I'm not even a dog, and I want to bite you. So you deserved it. So you know, that's how I that's how right. I raised my children. Well, you're doing. And my great. daughter is 13 years old. She thinks she's a wonderful gal. She thinks she takes anime very seriously. Oh. And I try to have something. In, you ever have something in common with a 13-year-old where I was like, and she was like, Todoroki, do you know some people think Todoroki is related to Deku? <laughs> and I was like, really? What idiots? You know, I, I have no idea. <laughs> you go back to the rock collector. Then, yeah. I had this impulse the other day with my daughter. I love her, but she... She's about to be 14 and she has, she can barely stand me because I'm, she's 14 and she's a girl and I have nothing in common with her and I'm an embarrassment in general. And, right. and the other day she, um, she thinks she's smarter than I am because she's learning things in school that I forgot, you, you know, that kind of <laughs> right. 13 year old arrogance where she looked at me and she goes, you don't know all the layers of the atmosphere, <laughs> you know, just kind of walked away from me and I've never had an impulse to. I had this impulse. I've never had an impulse to hit my children. Right. Uh, but but I would, like, with her, I swear to God, I'd like to push a pie in her face sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's, no, that's not abuse. I know that's a weird thing to say. It's comedy. 
I, it's, it's not an abuse. I think I think that's legal. I think in the yeah. middle of a sentence, I could twist a pie right in their face and be like, "I hope you get diabetes," yeah. and walk away. That's, <laughs> that's what I'd like to it's do. This, I said it. It's I said it out loud. The soupy sales uh, guide to rearing a child. <laughs> it's the soupy sales guide to rearing. Yeah, a child. That's I like right. that. Just pies now, in the face. Now let me ask Brady. Yes. Brady, are you going to take me to, because uh, last time I know Uh-oh. I made fun of it, but I had such a fun time. Uh-oh. Are you going to take me to uh, the World Wildlife zoo? zoo? Oh, the zoo. You want to go back? I thought yeah, gonna, I we th- can do it. Yeah, I thought you were going to ask him about his restaurant. I felt bad because I was making fun of it on my podcast, and Brady heard it, or I think the people heard someone, it. Someone said something to me. so terrible. Well, you shouldn't feel terrible, and yeah. by all means, Brian, uh, don't go back to the boring zoo with Brady if uh, it's just an appeasement. <laughs> No, they're on a time constraint. <laughs> no, they were bored. Because Sugar sugar Man oh, O'Reilly. I'm bored talking about it. <laughs> Brian, look, let's go do something fun. Zoos the Suge was yeah, on a tight schedule. Zoos are for people on Xanax and in, uh, like scooters and things like that. You're a grown man in, in the prime of your life. You don't need to go look at trapped animals. I, I'm a grown man. If I... If I can go there with a crossbow, though, and get my dinner. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Let's I like hunt. My, I like the, I want to... Yeah, I want to spit a gazelle. I want to spit a gazelle. We'll just uh, we'll eat some gazelle. You Run I mean? one Boy, down. I find it hysterical because I think that yeah. did, Brady thought you guys had the time of your lives, and then like a, a listener sent the clip back and said these guys were bored to tears about your trip to the zoo. And Brady's like, oh really? Well, I gave him I gave him everything I had that day. Yeah. And then uh, and then everything I had. So I had. Had. my whole heart and soul was in there. When I got home, I dropped for forty eight straight hours. It was all I had. And then this comes back and haunts him. And now you and now you're playing nice when you don't have to sing. Take me back to the. I've got to Titanic. get another picture, uh, Brian, because I've went through the one picture with my crossbow already that I have. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Had it up for years. It, 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 ah, it, just wander around the desert and Brady will collect rocks and you can have a good time with We're him. We're going to a live yeah. rattlesnake roundup. It's ridiculous that you even suggested this. Yes, yes. But, you know, you know, I hear I hear um, I hear they've spotted some Yaguar. <laughs> yaguar. North of Arizona, so. <laughs> we have a few Yaguar. Well, if there are there are some Yaguar. There are some Yaguar. And so if we are out there, Brady, I want you to stay very close to me. Stay very close. I want you to I want you to uh, loop one of your index, your index finger through my belt loop and stay that close to me at all times. <laughs> And walk where, walk where I walk. Walk where I walk. All right? I'll do it. <laughs> One set of prints. What? Yeah. The jaguar cannot track. Yeah. John, ask me why. Ask me, ask me how, a, how a jaguar knows not to attack me. How, how is it possible that a jaguar knows not to attack you? It just knows, John. <laughs> it just knows. All right. <laughs> Brian Callen is so here see, next week. There's no conspiracy. That's right. Sometimes you're straight across. Uh, the Conspiracy uh, Podcast with Sam Tripoli. Uh, you got Fighter and the Kid. Brian's Conspiracy everywhere. Conspiracy Social Club. That's Conspiracy it. I'm rocking. Right. And it's awesome. Yeah. And uh, you guys are going great. So uh, it's good to have you uh, in a normal world again. And uh, I want to see you next week. I'll probably come down and see you. But uh, thanks for doing this. I can't wait to. But you guys always have a front row. Uh, seat at my at my spectacle That's and uh, I look forward to seeing you boys awesome you're the man Brian Callen thank you brother we'll talk to you soon love you fellas bye bye there you go it's Brian Callen everybody he's awesome he's flat out great that conspiracy thing I could go on for days if I ever had a podcast about conspiracies it would last uh, six seven hours at a time and it, w- it would just be babble I don't know how you get off the topic because it's never ending Anyway, Brian Callen's here next week if you guys want to go stand up live. In fact, Brett, let's do it again. 
All right. A couple more pairs of tickets if you guys want to go see him. 585-9800. We'll give you tickets to go see Brian next week uh, right here in our beautiful little town. We've got the entertainment drill coming up in just a minute. It's 98. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.